What? You mm -hmm. can't hear me? Okay, now I can hear. You're I just like mumbling, so my, I, can't really I had hear my head. I think he. I think he moved his head yeah. away from the mic to breathe, a la Tezande. A la Chocolate Rain. Exactly what I did. Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 182. We're back. It's three of us, and I don't think this combination has ever been on the podcast. Oh, I don't think so. It is me, Cody, your host, Tyler, as you can hear. That's me. The lovely hey. voice over there, and far away in makeup land, Rob. In what land? Makeup land. I don't know where that's at, but Cody has been there before. What's makeup land? It's make-believe land. Oh, I thought you meant like an Ulta or something. Yeah, <laughs> he lives in the Ulta headquarters. <laughs> that is right, I do. I do live in the Ulta um, yeah, Brittany isn't here. She hasn't been on. She hasn't missed a podcast in over like sixty episodes, I think, at this point. Sixty years. Sixty years. <laughs> She's in the background, but she probably she might pick up a couple times. She's playing Skyrim. Yeah, she just wasn't too into the topic, so she's taking a week off. And we're here to talk about some movies, some trailers that came out, as far as a documentary and Super Bowl predictions. Super Bowl. But yeah, that's it. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys listened to the last episode, but again, sorry about the audio issues. We're trying to make sure that doesn't happen again. Hopefully we're good from here on out. That was just a weird audacity bug, I think. So aside from that, how you been, Tyler? You haven't been on in a week or two. That's right. And here I am. I'm back. I'm here. I'm ready to play some chess. Ready to probably uh, not win some no, chess. No, this is your year. It's You, you got this. <laughs> well, I, I believe. Thank you for believing in me. And also going first. That takes a lot of pressure off. Um, <laughs> Which pawn am I going to move? Oh, God. Uh, okay, I feel. I already feel better about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing, doing pretty swell. How about you? Yeah, chill. Just playing games. I'm almost done with Dark Souls 2. I can't wait to be done. Rid of that curse. At this point, I'm just playing it to beat it, to just be done with it. Just be like, I fucking did it. I'm just getting frustrated. Yeah, just watching shows. Getting ready for some movies coming out. We saw Glass on Tuesday, so that's going to hey, be... Hey, you know what's weird? Is I also saw that. What? Yeah. I saw it at Green Valley. Where did you was, see it? I saw, I saw it at Green Valley. Oh, uh, shit. How'd that movies. happen? That's weird. That's real weird. I hate man. everything about this. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Rob? How you been? Oh, I'm super. You got uh, Anthem Keys? I got one. I played it for like 30 minutes, maybe, and I was like, nah, I'm good. Oh, okay. Is that a video game? Yeah, it, it just came out. It's a it's a, it's the demo. It's not a it's not a full thing. It's basically Destiny or Warframe, but by EA. Right, and I know that the demo has been going pretty shitty with the servers. Like people, I saw a post. It was like it's been four hours since the demo launched, and people still weren't able to get in. Dude, it's oh, I, EA. What funny. do you expect? I got in yeah. like immediately. Not everyone was that lucky, though. Dude. Like, in the Reddit discussion now on Twitter, like, constantly people are like, what the fuck, I can't play. Electronic arts more like eat ass. <laughs> eat ass. All right, well. <laughs> that, that's all we got, folks. I'm See ya. Sure. See ya. <laughs> I'm sure I'm, like, the millionth person to come up with that. Or maybe not. Maybe I'm an original. But yeah, so you were talking about giving me a key, and that just didn't come to play. But it's fine, because the demo is trash. It's not trash. It just it's not for me. I don't know. I just I maybe I was a, a bit inebriated at that point when I was playing, but it was very what? much like, what? "Hey, this feels like Destiny, but prettier." All right, I'm gonna do it, 
and it just it just seemed very like very narrative heavy and i, I maybe wasn't in a position to be like yeah let's let's <laughs> let's listen to this bullshit story about why i'm gonna go have, you know grind fast for the next 35 minutes on killing everything so i don't know right like you were just like i want to fly around in my mech and shoot people like this is very front heavy with the story yeah and it's just like go do this thing go to this other place go to this other thing and i was like uh i'm good yeah that's so, why i like I'm with good. titanfall it's just like you drop in and it's like oh shit like you're in it like with titanfall 2 it's like as soon as the game starts like you're messing around with the mechs and stuff and sprinting with the parkour so parkour it's kind of sad that anthem is doing that but that's fine maybe when it comes out people can actually play it and see what it's got to offer yeah i mean i'll try i'll try to get you a key either way just so you can get it get some feelies for it yeah just let me know what do you guys want to talk about first now that we're ready for topics um do you want to get the glass discussion out of the way first did you you see glass please let's get that out of the way first (laughs) Oh, you, I, have you been burning up to talk about it? Did you yeah. go? Yeah, uh-huh. I saw it. I saw it like the day after we recorded last week. Oh, it's your turn, Cody. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, spoilers, listeners, for Glass. Dude, we're gonna. When did? Full, oh, sorry. We're gonna go full spoilers. Uh, links full in the description spoilers. if you want to skip ahead and not be spoiled. But three, two, one. There's your warning. What's your thoughts, Rob? Did Did you go see it? In advance, Rob. It sounded like you saw it long before it came out. I saw it the day after it came out. Oh wait, did I see it early? You saw it oh, this you... last Saturday. I did see it early. Um, wow. I see, thought you saw it yeah. last Saturday. I did, did I see it last Saturday? Did I see, what yeah. did I see? Oh, I think that was Aquaman. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. That was Aquaman we were trying to go see early. No, no. I saw it the weekend. Oh, we came out. Uh, Aquaman. Oh, I was just intrigued by your industry uh, connects there. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got some heavy connects, let me tell you. You, Ever since uh, you moved to Seattle, you're actually just too good. Net- it is funny <laughs> you, you just network your way into <laughs> seeing M. Night Shyamalan movies <laughs> no. like a day early. It's really funny because um, the Regal Theater, like which is literally like walking distance from where we live, has a lot of like early screens. Like I, I could have seen Lego Movie today if I if I we wanted to. What? And you didn't? Well, because we had other stuff to do. <laughs> uh, we, we might go see it tomorrow. I don't know, but. Um, I, I had thought we that's when we saw Shyamalan. Anyways, that's pretty cool. Segue anyway. into the glass. It it wasn't an awful movie in my opinion. It okay. just it just uh, yeah. felt like it it didn't know what it wanted to be. Like uh, yeah, because like uh, they're well, both Split and uh, Unbreakable are thriller films, but they're very different kinds of thriller films. One is more like you're following a kind of vigilante hero character, and one you're following like this crazy bad guy and when they they mashed them together it felt like they didn't really know which direction they wanted to take the film and it kind of it was kind of the tone wasn't consistent it, it was like it felt like it was all over the place through the the majority of the movie and then even towards the like with the, the kind of fun ending that it had it just wasn't i wasn't com- convinced that they really knew how to like tie both those films together into this final narrative i did enjoy the ending it was fun but I don't know. I just got. A, I guess got a weird like. It was kind of a, maybe a rushed script, M- rushed script. I definitely got that, and I also forgot to mention before we started talking. Tyler hasn't seen Unbreakable oh, yeah. or Split. Yeah. Full disclosure. <laughs> I Perfect I went point. into this movie having not seen either of the predecessors. Yeah. So how, how yeah, you, I feel I feel this. I felt the same as you, Rob. I didn't want to just sweep away what you were talking about, but yeah, Tyler, if you want to talk about how you felt the first like twenty minutes of the movie. Um, what was happening in your head well i think yeah i mean obviously i'm gonna have kind of a different take on this movie (laughs) which is i wanted that but like i think the most 
For me, it was a very engaging watch because I spent a good amount of the runtime trying to play catch up with like <laughs> the context of everything that was happening in relation to like how the other two movies set up this movie. It was very, yeah, I, it, for me, it was like a very engaging watch because I was try, trying to figure out, you know, the plot line for like two different movies. But that being said, I could definitely tell that this was more of a sequel to Split yeah. than it was to Unbreakable. Just like the the way that like even like James McAvoy character, who was fantastic, by the way, like he was oh, yeah. amazing. just that like very like shape shifting, like method of acting where like he, he oh my God, it, it's really cool. Even if like there was like parts where like it did kind of like border on him just showing off, like I was still happy to watch it it yeah. was very entertaining because he was so good at it yeah, yeah. even even if it was like uh, i don't really know where they're going with this it kind of like led ways to like plot devices out i felt were a little bit thin like the blinking lights and the room or whatever yeah um it was still entertaining to watch anyway no i could tell that like this movie was definitely made more as a sequel to split and the reaction that i think that really got um than to Unbreakable, which is almost like a twenty-year-old movie, nineteen years which at this I point. Don't really remember being like the cultural like sensation that his other movies that were coming out around the same time were. Like it was similar to I think Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense was like his big hit, but Unbreakable was kind yeah. of in the same vein. Yeah, because I checked in the box office. Fuck, I think adjusted yeah. for inflation, it did like two hundred, a little yeah. under two hundred million in the U.S. Dude, I was like in fourth grade, fifth terrible. grade when those yeah. movies were coming out. So like, I, it yeah, what, Unbreakable was not for me. It was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, I, I everybody it was like you know kids my age were like way more than like what it's, like the Sixth Sense or like what was the other one I can Signs. Yeah, Signs. I, um. I think it's interesting that you think that this movie is obviously a sequel because to me it felt like they wrote this movie with people like the the thought was no one had seen Unbreakable or Split because they kept reiterating things that happened in those previous movies I and was, they kept explaining like powers and stuff so I was like yeah we we know well I was way more able to pick up on the plot for unbreakable because of the kind of like exposition that they were that you're talking about yeah like they they fed us way more exposition and like catch up if you will on unbreakable than split and somebody had that hasn't seen either like i could kind of like pick up on that i was like oh they're really banking on people to probably not have seen unbreakable going into this but like definitely um more likely to have seen split because it was recent and that's why yeah. it's happening well again. because like i it took me forever to figure out what was up with that girl <laughs> like how she was involved yeah. and i was like and, and, the, and the more the longer i watched and i realized like oh their relationship isn't like as like nuanced or like set up as interesting like as i thought maybe it wasn't split like i realized like oh this is just kind of like a weird Stockholm syndrome yeah yeah I, that was probably one of my bigger gripes of the movie is i didn't get how she became so like empathetic yeah it really didn't make sense like especially it makes even less sense if you saw split i don't know if you felt the same rob yeah 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 so that was the thing that blew my mind is that like the the kevin character kevin something garner whatever the hell his name was kevin wendell crumb there we go that's what it was (laughs) so their relationship didn't like manifest if you could even call it that until like the third act of the film and that was when she like pleaded with with whatever the hell her name was to like kill me here's a shotgun here here are the bullet here are the uh, shells kill me don't let me do anything you know and so it just it was yeah that, that's why it's like 
they treated it as if they had like some long relationship or like yeah. this previous thing but yeah it's like she just kind of like saved him out of pity at the end of split and then he just kind of let her go and that yeah. was it but in this movie it's like they were these like fr- star-crossed like, lovers yeah that were like kept apart or something yeah. and i was like this is which seemed really stupid and dare i say like irresponsibly written given yeah. that like there was like it, she's it, a high school girl yeah, and it's it, it, who you know like did this guy like murder her friends two of her friends yeah. and ate them <laughs> yeah, so i don't know and she's like was but the beast. i can save him yeah technically that wasn't kevin i don't know i like sure maybe it wasn't him but like i, I wouldn't it's him i don't know you... I, I i would just have a hard time believing that like given like the lack of like <laughs> Um, character building here yeah this person would really be like oh yeah i should totally go visit this person in the hospital (laughs) so yeah you know what why not that was weird i didn't like how this was marketed as samuel jackson's movie of the trilogy and he he doesn't he's not there for the first hour and then even after that like he's not doing shit for another like 30 minutes which okay having not seen unbreakable I thought that, oh, I was like, dude, was this guy also, like, in a coma for all of Unbreakable? (laughs) He was walking around (laughs) and doing shit. I was like, dude, what, what is this guy's, like, like, what is his deal? I I didn't believe for a second he was actually even, like, drugged, too. I was like, he's totally faking it. I was like. Yeah, I, I really was not convinced. I was like. I didn't think he was, like, actually, like, put under sedated or whatever. I was just like, is this thing, like. I, I just is this part I, of his I, character? That's what. I, yeah, I was like, is this just like kind of his thing? <laughs> yeah. I do have some praise for the film, though. Okay. So this the kind of part of the story where they they dealt with um, Glass and how he was they moved up his his surgery a day fo- forward. That whole arc of the film let it led me as a viewer to believe that oh shit this is the moment this is where he becomes truly evil. And they, they, they're going to mess with his frontal lobe. He's going to go, you know, turn 100, become, you know, Lex Luthor and become really evil. And so they finish that whole scene. He goes under, he comes back out, and they're, like, talking to him. And then they, you know, uh, was it Daryl gets his throat slashed. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I fucking knew it. He is evil now. Ah, oh, I was right. And then it, it kind of, they do the turn on you, and it shows that, no, no, he's just an asshole. He, he's always been yeah. evil. Yeah, but they pulled you in to make you think that that this is that the evolution of the character to become the true villain, and I'm like, right. okay, you got you got me. That 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 was what I was expecting to happen, but it wasn't, and that that was good. I wasn't anticipating him becoming worse after the surgery. I thought the whole point of the surgery was to like get rid of whatever aggression he had, and so I thought if anything, it was going to mellow him out. Oh, really? So that's what I was taking away from it, and so when he like didn't i was like okay so obviously he had some sort of plan and avoided it altogether all right that's fair yeah that's kind of what i thought that's kind of i i didn't really know what the surgery was supposed to be to be honest <laughs> back to shitting on the movie not really yeah. i i thought the movie was you know fine. what and like I, it could have yeah, it could have yeah. been better though it could have been better uh, but just uh another thing like the trailer was pretty deceiving it made you think that it was going to be more than the psych ward spoilers that's the entire movie <laughs> and even in the movie, they build up this huge, like, tower scene. Yeah. Like, how they're going to go to the tower. It's going to be this huge spectacle. They're going to show the world. Plaza. Yeah, whatever. And then, <laughs> like, to the point where 
it was it's two hours in they're outside fighting and they keep talking about it and i'm like oh, how yeah. long is this movie mm-hmm. and then it ends and i was like yeah. oh so they didn't even fucking when they started fighting in the parking lot i was like dude this tower thing's not gonna happen but let's talk about <laughs> that ending though uh i mean do you have anything else before the ending did you like sarah paulson as a character as an actress i just like her i think she's a great actress i thought uh, she did a really good job i thought she was pretty good in this movie I thought she kind of was just given like a weird part in this where she just kind of had to like, uh, it was, it was just, it was just weird because like she was just spending this whole movie like telling him like, Oh, you know, you guys don't have superpowers and like, okay. So that's one thing that like having not seen the other two movies really intrigued me. They like, fucked I was with you. like, maybe they don't have these superpowers. Cause I haven't seen anything in this <laughs> yeah. movie. That's like, you know, Unbel- like just crazy i mean like yeah bruce willis is really strong and like survived the fallout strong of boy. a building but like this is an action movie you know ever no no but everybody's gonna survive that. yeah and then like of course like james mcavoy is gonna have like you know his horde personality thing but i was like maybe it is just like this like really horrifying manifestation of like this uh disassociative yeah just like trauma like yeah. what it did to him um so i so i really I was really engaged. I was like, maybe they don't. And I was like sitting there like, I don't know, M. Night. Maybe they, <laughs> maybe they don't have powers. Yeah. So, so, but then, but then like having gotten more context of it after I saw the movie, like if you watch the other two movies, it's like, yeah, they have powers. They do yeah. crazy they, shit. They do ridiculous things. There's nothing ambiguous about it. They have powers. Yeah. So for me, that was a really compelling thing to watch. But like, I would imagine for people that like had seen at least Split, they were like, dude, stop teasing us with this. Like, yeah. we know they have these, you know, these powers. That's another thing where it's like they wrote this anticipating you never seeing the other movies because like. It's like, oh, that's an interesting thought. And it's like, okay, yeah. well, I know what happened without right. seeing it. But it's like, if you've seen the other two, it's like, That's no. where the movie really felt like it was for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's for the like... Tylers of the world. Yeah. So I thought she was great. Uh, I Now that I'm thinking about it, just real quick aside, um, thinking about like Sarah Paulson and like the psych scenes, I thought the movie looked great. I really liked the way that it looked. I thought the cinematography was really interesting. I that is true. I thought like he... Yeah, I think he, I think he like incorporated a lot of different styles that were yep. really interesting, and I just even like, um, you know, like uh, the pink walls of the psych ward. Well, I don't know why they were pink. It doesn't really matter. Wasn't I thought it was a good because... look. I thought that the comic book store like had looked cool, like with like the neon lights and everything. I thought that like the action looked really good. I think that he really does have a good eye for like how these movies should look. I think um, he does care about it. It's just he can't always deliver 100%. Going back to the pink, I think that's just sort of like all their colors combined probably makes some yeah. similar to that hue. And I thought that the color schemes in general did, like they were very consistent. Like Bruce Willis, his scrubs were like green-ish, whereas James McAvoy had the yellow and Samuel Jackson had the purple. Yeah. And then in the comic book store, the hero's sign was green, yeah. villains is purple. So I was like, okay, so like... There is effort being put into this. Like, he didn't yeah. just, like, shit out this movie. Like, at the end of the day, he tried to make this be, like, this really, like, Yeah, he has a, he has a cool. good eye for the sort of mm-hmm. um, cinematography and... Uh, How'd you feel about his cameo at the beginning? Stupid. Oh, yeah. God, it was awful. Stupid. When that Stupid. happened, I was so afraid. I was like, what are we about like, to watch? Dude, what? <laughs> yeah. Because it just lasted so long. I was like, oh, please. It was really uncomfortable. I really thought he was just going to, like... They were going to bag his stuff up and walk away. But they just kept standing there. 
I was, and he kept it, having it, lines. It just reminded me of like every customer I've ever had in customer <laughs> service where like they're just like I'm like well, here's your receipt and they're like okay and then they just kind of like I'm like I have people in line go somewhere else yeah we were like there's there's movie to get to yeah. come on m night get out of here come on, man. the problem i think is it, it just along. it felt so uh so drawn out that whole interaction it was exactly it, yeah it was just playing up to the point that like people are gonna know who he is and it's just it's just it was just a vanity thing and it was yeah yeah it just yeah. overstayed its welcome he's probably like people love when stan lee do this <laughs> you know so is there anything else you want to talk about before we get to the ending? I, I did feel throughout the early parts of the film that Sarah Paulson's character, I was like, there's something up with her. Yeah, I didn't buy that she was just yeah. a yeah. psychiatrist or whatever. No way, yeah. And I also the timing thought... of everything was like... Right. I, I was more confused how they found them. Like at the beginning, like how they exactly. found both James McAvoy and Bruce Willis. That's why I was like... I don't get this, but then they never touched on it until essentially the end. So I was like, okay, I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. But looking back, it's like, okay, yeah, that's definitely a weird. It was kind of weird. I didn't think it was the most implausible thing that happened in the movie, but oh no, definitely not. It, it, the way it was framed could have been. It could yeah. have just yeah. been like, oh, convenience. Yeah, Cody, I think that's you. It's my turn. Yeah. So Sorry. That pawn. Yeah. Hey. Ooh. That's for you. So the ending. Did you like the ending, Rob? I have a feeling you did not. Okay, so that's why it's that's that's where that's where you're, that's where it's funny. So I didn't hate the ending. It okay. makes me want more. So but. the fact that they, <laughs> spoilers spoilers they killed off pretty much everybody that was the, important or fed them some bullshit. I don't know. I just felt like because it was such, an, uh, such a specific call out to being like this new world order kind of behind all governments, like killing off the special people. It. You, you can't do that to a film like these three and expect people not to be like, well, but, okay, that, that seems like a MacGuffin kind of ending. Like, Yeah. You can't do that and just expect people like, all right, that's fine. Even Especially with, because... No, oh, go even, ahead, sorry. Even, even with the three of them at the end, like, exposing this, like, that just opens up even more... Qu- like, <laughs> one, you have this evil entity that's doing <laughs> this to, you know, quit protect humanity, and then they expose them, and then just like, all right, we're done with this franchise, let's, uh, let's do something else. I don't know. Yeah, it, just it really did seem like they were, like, setting up, like, this secret organization to, like, kind of bring something else up to possibly do more movies, I don't really know. Something. But then they just resolved it real quick, and I was like, okay, I guess... It was very obvious. the thing we just found out about is, like, not really that unbreakable. Well, I was, like, I was okay with the reveal. I was like, this isn't great, just because, like, you kind of mentioned, like, the first two movies are so different. Like, they, they don't have room for things like that, because, think like, there aren't crazy groups or organizations like that in the first two. Like, and then this comes out, and it's so much larger than life. And it kind of takes away from the first two movies. Like, they aren't as unique. It's like, oh, no, it's this crazy Clover organization that orchestrated all of this. And everything that happened is because of us. And it's like, can't this just be a people? Like, why does this have to be some crazy big thing? Yeah. yeah. Like, I really thought, like, I really like the idea that, like, if anybody had, like, this overarching, like, uh, like, like concept of how things were going to turn out, like, that it was Mr. Glass. I thought that was really interesting but then like it turned out to be like this whole organization thing that's also pulling the strings but like did he know about them or something like i mean was... he he must have known of something yeah because that's why he planned for it yeah which was very clever by the way that was it was really clever, clever but it like was clever it... but it was like 
weird yeah. that like he like out plot twisted the plot twist. <laughs> like, how did he <laughs> prepare for that when he never knew about it? And if he knew, if he did know about it, then like, why didn't he do something before? Why did he wait until now to show it when he knew he was gonna die? Like, yeah. why did he make it a suicide mission? Yeah, it when it didn't have to be. Yeah, Unbreakable came out 19 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 19 no, years. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was, like that was my biggest gripe about it. It was just like it doesn't fit totally okay in this universe, but I wasn't like outraged about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I was just kind of like, "Oh, okay, it's a secret society. Okay, I can Whatever. see where this goes." And then like they dismantle it by the end of the movie, and I'm like, "Oh, well." well. And they <laughs> so they killed the heroes, and everyone's upset about uh, David, Unbreakable, yes, his David, death David the most, which I, I feel like people are forgetting what happened in the movie prior to him dying because people are like, oh my god, you killed him by drowning him in a puddle. How could you do that? And it's like moments before the guard came up into the puddle, he was being drowned in a tank of water. Yeah, by, he was already drowning. He was like probably close to dying. And then he got taken out of the tank, and then the guard came and just essentially finished it off. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, her dur, he's fine, and now puddle. Just walking around. Yeah. Then... <laughs> like, yeah. I, so when people lose their minds and get upset about that, I don't get it. Because the I'm optics like... of it were a little goofy. Yeah. Well, like, kinda. I get where you're coming from, and I agree, but like, I, I did think it looked a little silly. It was very just like, <laughs> there was no weight to it. Like, yeah. it was just like he's yeah, just right. dying part of me wonders if that was the point but i like, think so but, but like i don't know it's just it just seems so like dismissive of like this yeah. like like if you're gonna bring this dude back and like you know do him dirty like go that. through all that trouble and then yeah just kill him in a puddle it just seems a little silly especially if there was this whole i i don't know i mean i'm sure that was the point and maybe i'm just missing something i here, but, like... i took that as the point even as i left the movie i was like okay yeah like it isn't that type of superhero movie. It's like these people just die, and that's just how it right, ends. Yeah. And that's what M. Night wanted. I'm like, sure, it's not yeah. the most insane deaths, but whatever. Like, But people... from what I understand, that was kind of the premise of, of uh, Unbreakable in the first place. It yeah. was like a very grounded, like, what if superheroes were among us type thing. Yeah. Not like, you know, oh. The and, well, they're not like fantastical. Marvel or whatever. They are definitely yeah. like human heroes. Yeah. I mean, were you okay with that? The deaths, Rob? I mean, did they upset you? I mean, I wasn't assaulting or anything, but I was kind of like, all right, well, I mean, that's kind of a, a weak-ass ending to a, a franchise that seemed to rely heavily on these characters, so kind of lame, but at the end of the day, like, it is it is, it is, what it is, so. That is the ending. There's no changing it, and yeah, yeah it definitely seems like he didn't know how to end it, and so yeah. he's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at, is like, it just felt like... He was like, oh, fuck, what do I do? It's got, it's got too big for me. I don't know how to, how to finish this off. And I mean, it did pretty good in the box office, so it's like he's... Did it? Did yeah, it? it made like uh, $100 million opening weekend. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, it's and a Blumhouse, so it's, it's a lower budget film, too. $20 million. So yeah. just first weekend alone, it made five times its money back, so like, okay, whatever. It's a success, it's, it's, it's a success basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's five times anything is always a, is a good uh, oh, yeah. return. It's going to be the most, the highest grossed movie in the trilogy so and the studio's minds they didn't do anything wrong anything else you want to say about it or should we rate it uh yeah actually i kind of 
Let's hear it. I, I something about this movie's been bothering me since I saw it, and it's those restaurant scenes with the secret organization. What? Where the restaurant scenes? There are two scenes in the movie oh. <laughs> where someone leaves. where they where apparently the whole secret organization is packed in this restaurant. Yeah. Just like these like high scale looking fancy restaurants, and they wait for like one person to leave, and then the whole restaurant is silent and they all just like just their expressions change instantly they're all looking at sarah paulson and they're like what now they're all gone it's the secret society restaurant the secret society grill bar and grill it's they have three dollar margaritas on thursdays i don't know it was just it was two different restaurants though yeah it happened twice it happened twice it happened twice. And it's like, if you can pack the entire restaurant, why did you let this one person in? Yeah. What? <laughs> it's like, what? Was it like a mistake? Was yeah. it like some asshole that was like, like, I see you guys close at four for, for lunch and it's 3.59. I'm here to... <laughs> so now they're like, God damn it, we got to bullshit. Like, ah, great. Okay. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's not even like my thing is like, why don't they just go somewhere else? It's like... It just puzzles me how they get away with it. It's like, <laughs> it's like he tried to put it in the movie to be like, "Oh my god, yeah. this is a crazy level of power that they have," and it's like, but <laughs> it but so... it really don't. <laughs> just the 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 level of how convoluted it is yeah. just really fascinates me. It just added on to the I really nature of the... that was one of my favorite things about the movie that like really bothers me though. But I, I mean, how I many hate Olive it, but I love it. have we been to? Where as soon as I walk out... We're the last people in the shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's that's um, my lasting impression of Glass. Yeah, I was... M. Night Shyamalan's... Uh... That was a puzzling thing, for sure. Uh, Rob, do you have any last thoughts, big thoughts? Um, any big thoughts? Uh, um, no, I, I think overall I enjoyed the movie. I just think it, it needed some work, but, you know. What happened to my castle? I took it with the bishop. Oh, castle got fucked, kids. Oh man! <laughs> oh, I see how you did that. Yeah, now. you were like looking at me as I did it, and you uh, didn't react, so I was kind of confused. No. Well. Oh, big bad. thoughts, Rob. Sorry, I don't know. It could have done better, but it was actually it was entertaining. It, it, it finished off the fr- the franchise in a not shit way, so it could have been a much worse movie. That's how I feel about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, given the fact that it was a Blumhouse film, like it definitely did well, and the fact that it did, it made three t- or sorry five times its budget. Not 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 the worst thing. They did something right with this movie, and it was a different kind of superhero movie. So, like, I'll always appreciate that at least. Yeah, it uh, it did what it it did what it set out to do. I would watch this movie again just for James McAvoy. Like, I would watch Split and this just to see James McAvoy act. So that's how I feel. What do you want to rate it out of ten? Clovers out of ten noisy Clover. restaurants out of ten out of out of ten patrons leaving restaurants at exactly the right time. <laughs> our our longest rating name yet. Uh, um, I'd say it's a six. I would give it five unsuspecting restaurant customers. Uh, I think I would give it five, maybe five and a half. Like it wasn't terrible. It was fine. It could have been better, but it also could have been much worse. Yep. It was fine. I was entertained. Thank you, next. It did the movie thing. It, it was a movie. That it wasn't... sure was a movie. So there's that. That's a long discussion. Uh, let's do something a little lighter with the trailer talk. First up, 
Do you want to talk about John Wick? Or... I want to talk about The Matrix, yeah. Okay, so here's another thing. Tyler has never seen John Wick 1 or 2, no. and I made <laughs> him watch this trailer, and I was like, so what do you think John Wick is about? Um, it's a it's a rebranding of the Matrix, obviously. So you said it's Matrix. It's number beard, six. It's Matrix. It's the Matrix Six, <laughs> with with bearded Morpheus and uh, sort of bearded Neo and dogs and um, <laughs> a guy that I thought was Joe Pesci for two seconds. <laughs> Who's the short guy? He's not Ian, short. Ian yeah, McShane. he is. Oh, is that who he is? That's or right. Shane okay. Black or whatever his name is. Ian Shane? No. Ian McShane. I don't know. <laughs> there was a. I mean, clearly, there were. They started showing close-ups of this guy, and I realized it wasn't him. But there was like kind of like a wide shot of like a guy that looked like Joe Pesci, and I got really excited that you were gonna see this movie just I for that. This was his big comeback. Um, I'm so. No, sorry. I don't really know what it's about, though. To be honest, I, just about like the Matrix, about I guess. Murder. And uh, about murder. And it's about After lots of murder. It looks cool. I like I like the way it looks, like all the neon and the lights. And after uh, seeing this trailer, would you want to watch them? Um, yes, I would rate this um, ten out of ten. Keanu Reeves on horses. Okay, I love that rating. I don't just know. know I, that I, they are not they are not thinking films. Yeah. They're definitely yeah, they're just action movies, but they're well done action yeah. movies. I don't know if I'd go see it. Or yeah, not. that's fine. I, I I really I don't know. If it's not your movie, it's not your movie. If I'm not doing anything, I'll go check it out. (laughs) What about you, Rob? What did you think of this trailer? Uh, Yeah, more more of the same. I'm down with that. I'm interested to see where they take this. Because this is it, right? This is just a trilogy? Yeah, I believe that's that's the the goal. That's what they always say. (laughs) God, I hope it is, though. Not that I'm... Over it, but... Yeah, exactly. Like, it's good movies, and the action's always really well done, and that's what the entire point is. So I wouldn't mind if there was 20 of these, but eventually it's like you're going to get tired of it, and it's like, okay, just... Do something different, please. You don't think it'll be like James Bond, where they just kind of like keep making them with like, they... oh, that was stupid. Where they keep you? making them with like, oh, I lost my horsey. Um, I mean, they could because they sort of have that sort of secret organization where they could just swap out John Wick, but it's just he's the best at the organization, so it would be less interesting or kind of yeah. cheesy if they just replaced him. You know? I bet that they'll do be it. Cheesy. I bet they'll reboot it. I bet they'll make. Th- I bet they'll make four more. And then reboot it. Like what they do with Matrix. They'll make four more wicks. There'll be a seven wick candle with Keanu. <laughs> as the, the wax holding it all together. And then they're going to remake it with like... I don't think you're right. I think you're wrong. I, I think that... I think if they've made three of these already, I, I just don't see why What's they would just start making them until... It just, you know, <laughs> why would they stop the making them? Yeah, like I'm... from I remember when the first John Wick came out and people were like shitting on it and they were like whatever and then people like liked it. And I think they, they, they were the shitting on it like the trailer. Yeah, and then when people right. saw it, they're like, oh, okay, right. I like so it. if it overcame that and they made two more since then, I, I think they're just gonna keep making them forever. Wick Nation, <laughs> you're a fan. I you're love, sold. I love the Wick. That sounds dirty. I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I didn't have too much to say about this trailer. I think it's interesting. <laughs> it, it's par for the course of the John Wick series. I think it's going to be just a fun action movie, and I like that. Dogs are being more introduced into the series. No dead dogs, More dogs please. are always good. Yeah. I'm interested to see what's up with Lawrence Fishburne and what he does in this movie after the kind of setup. Well, yeah, he, sorry. He, he can, Morpheus. like, uh, redeem himself, basically. Yeah, exactly. 
Wait, so. did Morpheus go rogue in the last one? I don't know. He does he love did. pigeons. He does love pigeons. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm more confused now. He's like, <laughs> what is this about? Um, yeah, so we can move past that. It's an the animal other film. trailer. Huh? It's an animal franchise. It's it, not really about guns. That's the, yeah. They're shooting at the people trying to kill the animals. It's uh, actually a PETA-produced movie. It's their first movie venture. The full-length, full-length feature film. Surprise me. Uh, no, garbage. Um, so the next trailer is the Velvet Buzzsaw. Right? Yep. Velvet Buzzsaw. This is the new Jake Gillette. the new Vampire Weekend album. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's from the writer and director of Nightcrawler, which was... sequel to Nightcrawler, actually. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were for real for a second. So, after watching the trailer, I wish I hadn't. Because I am less interested in seeing the movie now. Oh, I was, no. I was way more interested. What interested you in the first place? I just like the idea of the writer and director of Nightcrawler having another movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. And that was it. That That's all I knew about it. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll watch it. And now yeah. I'm like, eh, this might be kind of a cheesy Netflix movie. Yeah. That's I'm worried about it now. I'm yeah. still going to watch it, but like, eh. Yeah, it just reminds me of like when Ryan Gosling made a second movie. Of the guy that directed Drive, and it was just like really like over the top and gory and yeah, uh, just just gratuitously like violent, and it, it just kind of they they had like a good thing going for them for a Drive, but then it just ran its course. It was lightning in a bottle. Plot made sense and it was good, and then yeah. they try and recreate it. So yeah, and I feel like this is just gonna be the same thing, but with like a bigger cast. The um, cast is crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, Rene Russo's back. Not I really a... like Nightcrawler though, which is why really I really, good. I really do hope that this um, is an enjoyable movie because I think he, I think he, what, um, I really enjoyed how that movie was written and directed, mm-hmm. and I thought it was a really interesting role for Jake Gyllenhaal. That being said, I could just kind of see how like the, back in that same creative headspace, they just kind of fall back into a lot of the same. Yeah, approaches that they did for Nightcrawler, which could work, it might not. I don't really know. It's gonna be on Netflix. Yeah, so I mean, it's free, so I'm not too upset about it, even if it is bad. Uh, do you? How do you feel, Rob? Uh, I'm excited. I think it, I think it looks good. It's gonna be weird and fun and something different. And it's, um, I mean, it's Netflix, so the, the production quality is gonna be pretty solid. But I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I like a lot of the supporting cast, so I'm excited for it. And like you've been saying, the you know director of uh, or sorry, it was the writer or director of. Uh, both uh, nightcrawler oh, okay so even better i, I think it'll yeah. be a fun little ride and it's jake jill i mean he's got talent it's fun to watch it's jake i think i'm going to be entertained by this movie it's just i don't think i can't foresee how it could reach the levels that nightcrawler did and i yeah. think i just have to come to terms with that yeah but i think also too it's a different film so you can't necessarily treat it the same way yeah exactly yeah. and i just need to like get over that in my own head i think yeah. that's my issue yeah, yeah that, that's i would probably, probably agree yeah. with you because that's kind of my that's kind of my big reservation yeah. with that movie i'm like yeah but i mean it comes out next week so there's not a long wait so we're gonna be yeah. talking about it next week so it's not like there's this we're gonna forget about it it's like no we're gonna get the resolution pretty quick because it comes out on friday dude it looks spooky yeah it looks very spooky so i hope it does something interesting me too you're in check by the way i know with that we're gonna move on to football oh football. yeah again like i mentioned last week that time of the year where we talk about sports for like sports for... a couple weeks and then that's it forever so i believe you got the prediction right rob did you I? picked the patriots and the rams to go to the super bowl did you uh-huh. i did oh my god that sounds right when last week 
Oh, last week? Yeah. <laughs> I meant like last year or something. No. <laughs> Just I like, like threw darts at a board. Have so <laughs> yeah. much earning potential. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like You'd the Patriots, be... sure, but the Rams? Oh, my God. Yeah. Good job, Rob. And Thanks. Good I, job, Rob. I am annoyed that... It's the Patriots going again, but what can you do? I can just root for the Rams and hope that they root for the losing don't mess team. Up. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> are you are you going for the Patriots? I'm not rooting for them, but they're, they're probably going to win again. They didn't win last year. Did they not? Oh, Possible. Right. The Seahawks won, right? They lost to the Bears. Eagles. E- oh, the other the other, the other sea chickens or the other chickens. Uh, that are... Big Dick Nick, remember? Big Dick Nick. No, I don't remember. Nick Foles. No, I did not remember that. But it sounds yeah. right. They lost to. The... They lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. And then Philadelphia, like, imploded after. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, the city imploded. Yeah, yeah, now I remember. <laughs> yeah. now, now it's coming back to you. Now I remember. No. It was uh, a hearty celebration. Um, so do you guys no, think... No, no. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Um, <laughs> do you think the Patriots are going to take it? Do you think Belichick's going to sell his soul one more time yeah, and cheat? Yeah, dude. He's going he's gonna to do that until... His uh, his deal's up. <laughs> yeah, until, my... until the devil collects. <laughs> the Lucifer is like, I think people are on to us. <laughs> yeah, they're going to win. I'm going to hold out hope and hope that the Rams take it, just for something different. Bobbert, you? Yeah, I think the Rams are going to probably lose, but I want them to win. I'm going to be rooting for the Rams, that's all I know. Yeah. And I'm, I'll be rooting for the ads. I think we're going to see another Endgame trailer. No. I th- oh yeah, for sure. I think we might. I mean, no, that's definitely gonna happen. It's if not just like a teaser. I Star think, Wars Nine. I think we're gonna I'm see a teaser, it. because that's when did we see Force Awakens first? It wasn't Super Bowl. I think it was. It was like it was like a it was like a year before. It was it the for, Super Bowl? No, the Force Awakens teaser came out like almost like a full year before the movie okay. came out. Okay. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Star Wars Nine. I Star think, Wars 9 for sure. I think they're going to start marketing for that pretty heavily because of Solo and Last Jedi. Like, they really have to work hard to yeah. get people excited for this one. And yeah. that's maybe a Stranger Things trailer. Yeah, that, that's, um, because that, that's possible. I remember last year Netflix had a couple spots, especially with Cloverfield Paradox. So I'm expecting oh, I about that. I about that. probably Stranger Things and probably a Sabrina because that comes out in April. So those are my guesses. Pretty soon. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, there's your sports talk. Next week I'm sure we'll go over the game more. Sports. And yeah. then we're gonna wrap up this episode talking about fire. <laughs> Spin oh, yeah. that hot fire. Ugh. The, Dude, hot the fire. Netflix documentary came out and we watched it and man, did it make me mad again about the creators of the Fire Festival and how they just kinda got away with it so far. But also people with lots of money that are just like, Yeah, Let's just go do that. That's a thing. And just not do any type of like due diligence on their end. The investors or the goers? The, the goers. festival goers. And then the influencers are just like, yep, we're doing this. And they know well, nothing I mean, about it. At the beginning, like, so you're just talking about the people that win. You're not talking yeah. about the people like promoting it and things like that, right? Yeah, the influencers were just, you know, looking for money. But like people who actually went, I was kind of like, you did nothing to look up, make sure this is a legit thing. Nah, I mean,. How much do they have to though? Yeah. You know, like I, I, I kinda get that it's like kinda like a kinda like, oh yeah, you know, that's kinda what you get for like shitting your money away on like whatever. This larger than know. life promise. Yeah, like I, I it, it but like I don't know. You if you have the money to do it and 
Like, I don't know. Like, I can't imagine a world where I personally would do such a thing, spend that kind of money on that kind of a thing. But, like, I don't know. If you have I, the money to do it and, like, if, if you have reason to believe, like... It, it didn't seem like they were advertising it, like, from what I watched in the documentary, like, in a horribly misleading way. I mean, there were, like, warning signs and stuff, but, like... They definitely were misleading. I think Oh, it's... it was misleading. No, but, like, the way that... I mean, uh, no, yeah, I what am saying. I trying to say? Oh, what am I trying to say here? Because it was 100% misleading. That's yes. The, that's the horrible thing about it. But the way they advertised it, like, it wouldn't trip... You would watch it and you wouldn't think, oh, I should look into this. Yeah, you're like, it was okay. Like legitimate. It was like, it looked like another like Coachella type thing, but like, where I, you're like, oh, okay, cool. I can buy this. I can get tickets. These people are playing. Like, why wouldn't you think that was actually going to be like legitimate? I think it's different as opposed to like a Riot Fest or a Lollapalooza where it's like, it's a weekend long festival. Sure. The only difference with this is like, you're flying to a remote island yeah. where you're stranded there essentially for a couple days. That's the only part where it's like, okay, maybe I should look into this and make yeah. sure I'm going to have water and food and a place to sleep but that like, isn't just a shitty tent. I can also see why people didn't really look yeah. into it, though. Like, like I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if you're spending that kind of money, it shouldn't really be buyers beware, you know? <laughs> Yeah, you should expect some level of service, which is why they marketed it that way, because they knew that these people were just going to throw the money away and not think about it. Oh, yeah, definitely Billy knew exactly what his clientele was. Billy and Jarul, yeah. I I don't want Jarul to get off the hook. Oh, no, no, definitely. But, like, definitely think Jarul was more a party to Billy's plans than I would say that Billy was a part of Jarul's plans. 100%. 100%. Yeah, Billy is the mastermind. It's just Ja Rule yeah. used like, his clout to really elevate it to another level, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 definitely. I think but that's he, the one downside of the, this, this video was I didn't really go into like Ja Rule's aspect of it, aside from like that one uh, like speaking engagement he did. Because there are two documentaries out. There's this one, which was created by the people that did the marketing for Fire Festival. Yeah. Oh, really? And there's the Hulu one. Which, another issue with that is that Billy McFarland was on it, but he was paid to be on the Hulu documentary, to be interviewed, where they didn't, like, he apparently didn't answer too hard of questions, and people, at the end of the documentary, someone, like, went through his answers and, like, proved how they were bullshit. So it's like, Billy McFarland got paid to go on the Hulu one and just kind of continue lying to everyone, so... There are biases to both, and yeah. so that's why I'm not taking everything from this documentary as, like, the solid truth. Yeah. Because I'm sure they're, it's the marketing team yeah. being like, okay, we got to do something so that way, like, we can be used again. We're not just the marketing team that was used for the Fire Festival, you know? Oh, so do we Jerry, so fuck Jerry Media, then? Is that was the one that did it? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And then that's that's, 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 a, like that's a smart move on their part. Yeah, and then fire, and then the documentary. If you notice, they uh, they were relentless about making this distinction between the fire, fire app. festival and then the fire app. Which I didn't which, even know there was an app. <laughs> I had no idea before this that. documentary. Yeah. And as I was watching it, I was like, these yeah. fucking poor people that were not involved. Which I don't think the fire app people were involved because they all seemed pretty blindsided, and they're the ones that yeah. lost their pay and stuff. I feel like, because they're all just, like, nerds. They're all code nerds. They're not really, whoa, like... Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know. They're I, working I, professionals, I mean, Cody. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, 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 I just have a hard time 
100% buying that these people were like, you know, just doing their job on a computer and there was no sort of any like even hint of like water cooler gossip about oh you hear this you know festival we're doing is like a huge champ. i mean realistically how could there have been yeah because i feel like a lot of the fire festival talks the way it was shown because billy mcfarland had them film a lot of it was like all of the business discussion yeah. happened like on the islands and like there was just a handful of meetings that happened at their headquarters oh, or whatever yeah. so i feel like if you weren't in that group like being talked to about it like how would you have known? Yeah. Because they were crunching away trying to get their app out in time. So it's like, I feel like they were focused solely on the app. So I'm yeah. inclined to believe them. I think you can compartmentalize like the two aspects of the business, like pretty, they... pretty like solidly. For... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm just, just the fact that they're associated with it. You're like, yeah. you must've heard something. There yeah. must've been something that was off. Like talking yeah. to Billy, like you must've known. Like... Not like that any of these people were necessarily complicit in what was happening. Right. Just, I just, I don't know. It couldn't have come as that much I of a shock. I just don't think their heads were that deep in the sand. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, it's just, the, I'm inclined to believe that they are, they were very different companies. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, yeah, especially, like, if the Netflix documentary is put on by, like, Fire, like, the, the company and not the festival, then, yeah, they, I, yeah, I think yeah. they kind of want you to think that. The biggest takeaway for me was, like, how, uh, yeah, I don't know, just, like, the, uh, the all the, um, the island employees that didn't get paid. Yeah, the Jamaicans? Like, yeah. Oh, the, oh the my home, God. Yeah. There's a GoFundMe for the catering lady yeah. who yeah. Got lost her entire savings. Yeah, I was it's, just about, yeah. It's about I, to be at like 200,000 or hit. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was like. That, yeah, man. Like, that was like the part that really hit me. I was like, oh my, you know, oh my goodness, this is, you know, awful. And I think that was kind of hardly touched on. Like, you had that yeah. little, like, segment at the end where she, like, starts crying because of her savings. And then it's like, it's over. And it's like, I want to hear about that more. I don't want to keep hearing these interviews from these people that let this happen. It's like, yeah. this fucked up an entire country. Right, exactly. Almost. Yeah, like, it really, like, but yeah, like, it, it, it could have, it, it, it possibly did jeopardize, like, an entire, like, ma- many industries of, like, this country, this island. So. To the point where it's pretty, like, pretty, they. Yeah they don't want to be involved in any festivals like this. And they're always going to be known as the place where fire right. festival really, happened. Yeah, it's really exploitative and messed up. And, uh, it's, I think that's really the, for me, I was like, that's easily the like miserable thing that happened out of this whole, you know, debacle. Oh, it was just a really cringy watch. It was just really, it was hard to stomach just how many of these people were like taken advantage. It was of just really hard to watch on so many different levels. It was just hard to watch. Like just seeing these, these guys who, trying to take advantage of both people it was not not these guys it was it was billy and jaw rule and just but the other part that bothers me is how complicit everybody else in the group was trying to like yeah. you know quote fix it and i'm like no this is these guys are fucking assholes and you know they are you just want to save face because they're you're like your associates let them burn let them fuck up yeah like the one guy the suck dick him oh um God. also the guy <laughs> That was like I feel like he got interviewed a lot. He had like the sh- the clean shit, not clean shave, but like very the surfer neat bro face. kind of looking dude. Yeah, Mark, I think his name was with the Q yeah. or something. There were like eight different guys named Mark. Yeah, I know it was confusing. Um, there was the like festival consultant that had like the man. Yes, him. him. His name was Mark, right? Mark Weinstein. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, Mark Weinstein. I feel like 
he kept saying how he tried to intervene and stop it, but he kept doing what Billy wanted yeah, him to do. So like, I was I like, I think he tried that hard. Yeah, I think Sorry. this is very like in hindsight, he's saying like, oh, I I tried, but I just couldn't stop. It's just like, yeah, if you did, none of this would happen. And the his friend, what was his friend's name that almost sucked the dick? Probably Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Andy. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised because I didn't know he was gay until like he said that, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, that was kind of a that's the M Night Shyamalan twist." <laughs> He's a gay. Who knew, dude? Just that. It just it just all just comes down to like this guy running it is just the worst. Yeah, These guys. He must be really manipulative. Yeah. Well, the fact that he even afterwards, after he got arrested, he was still doing the same shit. Like that was super telling. Yeah, that he immediately started something else, yeah. and he's still like trying to avoid. A lot of the legal issues, I'm sure, and how Jaw Rule is totally avoiding most of it. Yeah, that's the thing that blows my mind. Is Jaw Rule is like basically skirting it. A terrible situation. I'm glad that these documentaries are coming out well after the fact. So helps show some insight to the bullshittery that happened. Yeah, it just like it keeps them in the limelight so people can remember, and so that way when people are like, "Oh, Billy McFarland's starting a new company," everyone can be like, "No, I like." Well, so Billy is barred from. Being an, ex- being, and being an executive but the other guy grant he's only banned for like seven years something like that something like that yeah and he had like a thirty thousand thirty five thousand dollar fine or yeah, something like that like billy billy had to for- like give up 26 million something like that aside from the content i thought the documentary was really well made yeah i thought it was definitely. very entertaining and it kept the pace pretty well i loved the score and how they just took a bunch of other score tracks like they used a lot of gone girl I was gonna say, yeah. it, it, it just sounded like they lifted soundtracks from like other like Trent Reznor. They did Ross. a lot of Gone Girl and then a lot of just straight up Nine Inch Nails songs. <laughs> okay, that's what. I so thought. I like. I was like, this is really cool. But I'm sure for other people, you're like, I've heard this before. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. That's when I was watching it. I was like, dude, this is. I was like, I didn't realize Trent Reznor was doing. I guess it, I was, but not specially curated for yeah this wasn't a trent reznor original i can't really rate that there's nothing to rate I, it was a good documentary i think it's interesting even if you don't know anything about fire festival just watch this because it tells you everything you need to know yeah and it just unfortunately got me really excited for fire festival 2020 with headliner <laughs> nine inch nails <laughs> it's gonna be great you got any other thoughts on it bobbert no i think uh we covered pretty much everything that, that meant anything for this dope uh, I guess that'll do it for this week. Are you yeah. gonna call it, Tyler? <laughs> We're done trying. playing chess. That's 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 what's happening. I don't think I can win. Ne- Tyler, don't give up. Never give up. No, he's giving up. So that'll do it. One eighty-two in the bag. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, make sure you go to our Twitter, chess underscore talk. We also have a website, chesstalk.podbean.com. You can listen to everything else we've put out. Uh, you can also go to our iTunes and rate us. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play, Stitcher, everything else. Uh, we'll be back next week talking about some Velvet Buzzsaw, talking yep. about Super Bowl, talking about the Oscar nominations, I believe. Oh, and that yeah. should be that. That's all I got. What about you, Tyler? That's it. I don't know. <laughs>